0: Stephanie, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing good. I'm ready for some nostalgia today after all the adulting I did today.
0: My adulting's whack. You made the mistake of leaving me in charge. So uh,
1: (laughs) don't make me regret
0: this. (laughs) Too late. This is your fault somehow, but you left me in charge of, okay, I'm showing you. What do we got here? Oh, it's Teen People Magazine. It's May 1999. We are one month after Columbine, and as such, we got cute little Drew Barrymore on the cover. I don't find her charming. I think she's... All those conspiracy theories about there's, like, aliens and lizard people living among us, if they were true, uh, she would definitely be one of them. She never looks right at you. I just... I don't... She also always looks the same age, but, yeah, she's super cute and charming. Yay, everyone loves her. But then also we have celeb pool party, hot stars show off the coolest summer fashions. Literally, the next article is titled "suicide nightmare."
1: Oh so, gosh, you so go
0: for pool parties? Fault for leaving me alone with this inappropriate reading material for my age. But <laughs> we'll get into the suicide nightmare, obviously.
1: Oh my gosh, that is quite the tonal shift, though.
0: Actually, this whole magazine's kind of fucked. Because yes, we have celeb pool party. Suicide Nightmare, Best New Beauty Looks, and How to Get Them. And then we have Sex on the Job, a shocking oh. report about teens and harassment. And then we have Get Past My Color, Multiracial Teens Speak Out. So this is not wow. the happiest magazine ever. Also, I have a joke from my stand-up set that I'm working on, not literally. But Drew Barrymore, uh, that would be a good name if for somebody who works at a cemetery. Am I right? Okay, wah, now you can put in, wah, like, laughs wah. there. <laughs> laughs there. Uh, editor's note put in humongous laughs. Nope. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of ads in this one for self-tanner. A lot. I don't know if that was just something that was coming around in. I mean, this is tail end of the 90s. I, I hesitate to use the term friend, but one of those kids my parents saddled me with at church that was a, a good bit older than me and was supposed to be like older role model. And he and this other 25 year old kid, like they they were big gym rats and they would take me to the gym with them fairly often. And that was the one guy got really into self tanners and just comically like, like he got like addicted to them. Like at first everyone was like, bro, that's a self tanner. It looks bad. You're in real good shape. You're buff. You're at the gym a lot, you know, you look good, and he's like, "No, I gotta be tan." And then he just—it got weird. And then, like, I remember him like in church leading worship and stuff, and everyone just being like, "What the fuck is going?" Like, <laughs> that guy no, is no. orange. And he would just—and he'd be like, "Hey, guess what?" And be like, uh, "What? We going to the gym? Are we are gonna play rag?" We'd be like, "No, I got three new self tanners to try." And I'd be like, "You need a self like human color." That was my only uh, interaction with that. That seems like just a bad thing, is a chemical that is going to manipulate your skin tone.
1: You know, you, when you put it you like ever, that. Did you ever dabble? Yeah,
0: yeah I well, did. That's what, how else would you put it? Okay, what was your experience? Because that was my only experience, was just girls laughing and being like, what's wrong with your friend? And I'd be like, <laughs> I think he burned. How would it work out for Steph?
1: So I grew up before we were really worried about skin cancer, where me and my aunt would actually lay in the yard. Mind you, I was like six years old. I had no business laying in the sun without (laughs) sunscreen.
0: But, you know. No one likes an untanned six-year-old.
1: Right, exactly. I wasn't going to have any friends if I was too pale. Um, I mean,
0: you're literally fresh out of the oven. You need to look burned. (laughs) You know
1: what? (laughs) Back then, you had to wear neon bikinis. And they looked really good, apparently, against very dark tan skin. Because my aunt would actually go to tanning beds and stuff,
0: too. Did it look good, or was it like? I feel like if you tan well, nobody notices. The only time you notice is when somebody's like has a problem with it.
1: No, so tanning beds, it's its very different than self-tanning because it basically gives the same UV lights as um, you would get from
0: the sun. I'm pretty familiar with tanning beds because they usually have those at gyms, so yes. I, I've i seen those.
1: I had used some self-tanner, I guess as a teenager. I have this thing where from the waist up, I tan pretty naturally in the sun, but my legs are always really pale, no matter what I do. I've just owned it now. It's what it is, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm not stuck in magazine culture thinking that nobody's going to like me if my legs aren't dark at this point in my life. Um, maybe you won't like me, Greg. I don't know. I definitely dabbled with some self-tanner. I can't get the smell out of my head. This It just smelled weird.
0: If it didn't, I would be more concerned.
1: I used to tan on purpose and go to tanning beds in my early 20s, and I do have a picture of me in your apartment under that sign that you stole from victoria's secret and let me tell you it was pretty <laughs> obvious that i hung out at a lot of tanning salons i'll text that to you later if we ever yes, get please. listeners i'll post that we just I don't have any actual listeners <laughs> yeah we don't have any well, listeners to you know care for the, at the listeners
0: moment. i for the listeners i didn't steal it i dug it out of the trash and right all right giant fluorescent red letters that said sexy and when I worked at Cinnabon and they would send us down to the like depths of the mall trash we realized everyone threw out everything there from the entire mall and boy was that some treasure hunting I used to fish out just stacks of porn magazines with the covers cut off and then just resell them to people and uh made more money than I did at Cinnabon so that you know doesn't
1: shock me sadly <laughs> yeah
0: no, I was just like a bookstore with the covers missing. There's just a little space filling blurb in here on the editor's scoop where they just tell you about the article that's in a few pages, but it has a picture of Will Smith who man genuinely does not age. Like his style is dated, but he just right. like, again, va- vampire. He does not get older. <laughs> There's also uh, it mentions th- they have a couple ads in here for like uh AOL online, you know, spinoff stuff that they're clearly testing with uh, hip hop markets. This is an ad for their uh, a book packed with hip hop stars' photos, and I don't think we want to get too into my conspiracy theories, but I still think Puff Daddy is the same person as Kanye West, with a little bit of movie magic, could easily be the same person, like visually, and. He gets, like, he, okay, we don't need to talk about that. Listeners, hit me up if you want to hear more about how Puff Daddy is the same person as Kanye West, and I will message you relentlessly until you block me.
1: <laughs> uh, I appreciate the honesty.
0: There's the letters about, like, uh, the, the write-on section where they write in about, you know, I loved your article from the, there's a couple in here about uh, Alicia Silverstone article from an earlier issue and a lot of good stuff about how she uh, supports PETA made me curious. I didn't do any research, but I was wondering if PETA was still universally hated back then, or if that was a newer thing, but it's kind of weird to see uh, all this positivity about PETA. I have an ad it's for a watch, but there's not really a lot of text, but I'm going to show you pictures this is bro watch it's just a regular ass watch step through tell everybody what we have <clears throat> there's three pictures here what what's this first one that looks like a
1: ladybug orgy
0: yeah that's okay correct what's this next one
1: naked children with buckets on their head in black and white
0: and then we have the my personal I... least favorite oh that looks like some exorcism shit get that away See, so yeah, I was going to say it looks like a naked, uh, y- we'll say young boy uh, doing like a weird plank position uh, in a bombed out trailer. It says live to a new beat. So get you a watch. Greg, I hate that. That's creepy. It does have exorcist vibes. Like you get the feeling that someone's going to show you that this and be like all of these children went missing on the same day from the same high security facility. But it's for a watch that is, um, it has internet time, whatever that is. It looked
1: to me like an ad for some kind of weird science experiment where they're trying to mix our DNA of human children with ladybugs or some shit. Like, that just gave me the creeps. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, it's for a watch that's not particular it looks like a watch that you get as a kid when your parents are like they want to watch and they're gonna break it so five bucks and it's called swatch and has the swiss flag as a logo so it's clearly it's it's just doing that chinese knockoff thing where like it's supposed to look like swiss similar font and everything I'll tell you this, when I finally do start my cults, which I've been planning to start for years, once the kids are a little older, my my ads are going to be charming and uplifting and fun, and not like this, because this is cult quality for a watch. Moving on.
1: Yep, I'm going to have nightmares tonight about that ad, dude.
0: Not about my cult, just about the ad.
1: You know what? I'm so used to your bullshit after all these
0: years. (laughs) I'm going to start that cult, and if you dream about it, then that makes you a member. Goes for all the listeners, if you dream about my cult, that's your invitation. Well, and we shit. have Lucky Brand jeans, which I've actually seen these in the store recently. They are just whatever looking jeans. But have you ever seen these? They have when you open the fly, it says "Lucky you" on the zipper. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's kind of for men. Like it works differently. It works differently for men because when you like unzip a girl's jeans, you're not like pulling anything out. But I um, would.
1: I mean, listen. You never know. No, you do.
0: I do. Yes, you do. (laughs) And nothing is plopping out of a girl's jeans. Okay. But I feel like it works better for boys. But that being said, that's pretty cool. I love arrogance to that level. All right. In the uh, children being over-sexualized corner, which is most what these magazines are, check out this ad for Claire's. Again, if you want to describe what we're seeing...
1: All right. If you have so, words for that, then... I've got a few college degrees and I don't really have the right words for this. So it's a guy and a girl dancing. They look pretty young and they're doing that 50s style... I can't even put the words to what they're doing, but they're dancing.
0: But It's kind of like a reverse suplex, but dancing.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Oh. I can't word today. And the girl is in a long skirt, but it's sheer... And you can pretty much see her legs. Yeah, like you can see all of her legs. And she looks (laughs) young. I don't like that either. I'm going to have nightmares about all these ads, dude.
0: Well, this is a Claire's ad. So it is aimed at younger children. The girl has braces in the picture. There's a ton of braces in this magazine. I had braces for like 40 years. And my teeth are pretty straight. Uh, Nothing against braces. My one kid has My insane pre braces teeth, but I feel like braces are a kind of presented this way or kind of fetishy of like makes them look young. It's also like an oral fixation, yeah, not always, but this time. But yeah, so for Claire's, this kind of weirdly sexual, sexy child ad. Uh, these the headline, which I purposely obscured, Mm -hmm. says when you want to be watched.
1: Oh, you know what? That just took it up a notch. At first, it was like, okay, I guess they're just being innocent, dance party, a little too much leg, and then you had to go there. Well, you didn't. There's yeah. literally
0: a spotlight on a underage girl's crotch that she is literally, like, pointing to the spotlight. Claire's, where you can get cheap jewelry for little kids. Weird to me.
1: Yeah, I don't know um, how I feel about that.
0: And I'm not just picking the dark stuff out of these magazines. These are dark as shit. The Star Trek section where it just has, uh, I don't know, random pictures of celebrities that they paid for. But there's one that, uh, of Melissa Joan Hart who I won't say her face is punchable, but I don't like her. She reminds <laughs> me of my one sister-in-law who's my least favorite person in the world. But it says uh, she's here holding up a Barbie doll. And the quote says, when I was younger, if I booked an acting job, I got a Barbie, says Melissa Joan Hart on hand to celebrate the blah, blah, blah. Melissa's early success earned her more than one hundred dolls. I think that's really dark. Like, is that just me of uh, if you book an acting gig, you get a Barbie doll and then to just hoard them like I don't even know a hundred people collectively over my whole adult life why you would need a hundred. I don't even own 100 action figures and I own way too many and they're not all the same person. There's like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers and Street Fighter. That seems so like animalistic of like, okay, if you replace Barbie doll with treat, then it like that's super dark.
1: Dude, I'm feeling so called out. So I had quite the Barbie collection as a kid.
0: That surprises me. I didn't know that about you. I don't think I ever saw one in your house or anything.
1: Well, I played with them when I was a kid, and then when I got out of the- I knew you
0: when you were a kid, and I still play with action figures almost every day, granted, with my kids, but still.
1: No, this was young. This was way younger than when you and I met. But it probably sounds weird to you, but to me, it makes sense, because I had a lot of Barbies, because I had not just Barbie, but her friends and her sister, and I had- A couple of action figures because i needed guys and i needed ken because again i was socialized to you know basically you're worthless without a man so i needed a man for all my barbies and then i had barbies of different races and colors and different hairstyles so it's
0: it's not the having a 100 barbies i find dark it's the like if you book an acting job that's dark to me that's not even if you do well or like get your grades in school, that's if other people think you're like pretty enough, you get a doll. It's also just the connectivity of basically if you're pretty and smile enough, you get a Barbie, the icon of what all women should be like. Barbie gets gigs. She's, you know, it's that. All right. You like, got me there. Yeah. My daughter has a couple Barbies. She doesn't use them that much. She has some, which like I'm fine with them. Some of them are weird. Some of them are cool not my daughters, like sometimes you see ones in stores and you're like, that's weird. But then sometimes you see ones like I like, they started making ones that are like, they look like actual women. And like my daughter's like, Oh, this one doesn't look like an alien. I like this one. She goes more for like the power Rangers and the Ninja Turtles. Those are a picture of Britney Spears who I am mildly fascinated with. I think she was just such a nostalgic icon. I could care less about her music or anything, but she is Every woman from whenever she came out, like every woman of, up to a certain age was trying their best to look like her. And I don't know. She's kind of charming, but I will say she for a long time, she always looked kind of wet. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to show you. You can back me up. There's a whole bunch of pictures in this magazine. I'm going to show you. Look at her. Especially notice her hair. She looks a little wet, right?
1: Okay, Yeah. She looks like she was out in the rain. You're right. You're yeah, right. I'm going to.
0: I'm going to show you. There's that she's all over this magazine, always looks a little wet. Okay, so I leave these notes in these magazines of the stuff I want to talk about and point out. And um, oh no, here we have a picture of Jewel. And I'm going to Jewel and Jewel's mom, but I'm going to show you this picture. See, this is Jewel.
1: Yep. Now, they I look like he- wax figures.
0: In the museum. I, ooh, you are uh, walking right into my trap, Miss Stephanie. Um, oh, great. <laughs> I feel like you went through a jewel phase at some point, right? Oh. You still yes. in your jewel phase? No. I feel but- like you're sensitive and probably would like to stay that way if given the choice.
1: I swear to God, Greg, if I could reach you, I would slap you right now. um, <laughs> And I mean that with nothing but love. But yes, I actually, a friend of mine... Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, somebody that I will tell Ooh, you later. Somebody
0: almost went dark and chose not to. Hey, I'm the dark part of this show. You keep it the happy, <laughs> positive stuff. Sorry,
1: sorry. Okay, so somebody actually bought me her poetry book back in the day. And I definitely read the shit out of that book. And I definitely went through a jewel phase. And that's all okay, I have to say so, about that.
0: <laughs> so you continue to walk into my trap. Do you think that if you saw this woman... Without any context, you would think that you would know who that was. Nope. Now, I am going to use this as a good jumping off point. I think that many, many celebrities, particularly artists and performers, are frequently replaced, whether they die, get too old, whether they just want out or start acting up. Fuck, I think they're replaced. I walked right into this track. God damn it, Greg. I think that is definitely the thing because people look so similar to each other with a little Hollywood magic, maybe even surgery. Also, I'm going to say Britney Spears, I don't think she was replaced. You can watch her, like, look at her from every year. It's clearly the same person. Some celebrities don't appear to do that. And then some of them look different every couple of years completely. Steph has a look of like she's just totally on board right now. Like, I just blew her mind. I swear. <laughs>
1: Greg. All
0: right. Here, we have more celebrity photos. I think this just struck me as funny. There's a picture of, I'll just read the description. Taylor Hansen was the only one in tie-dye, but brothers Isaac and Zach were just as thrilled to be deadheads for a night. The Tulsa trio joined legendary Grateful Dead guitarist Bob Weir for five songs during a show at the Wetlands in New York City. And this picture just strikes me as funny. It's Hanson and a guy from the Grateful Dead, which one thing is I think is funny is it had to label them that it's uh, the Grateful Dead guitarist. Bob, we're second from the left. The Grateful Dead guitarist with the kids from Hanson, he looks like he'd rather be dead. And he's <laughs> like 90 years older than them. So thanks for like pointing that out. He does not look like he wants to be there. This look... It's kind of, it's kind of like prototypical frosted tips. Yep. Is that not to to me with bad shades, kind of the offspring esque. To me, that yep. is like the the quintessential early 2000s guy style. Yes, absolutely. I don't feel like that one aged as well. No. But no. I never did frosted tips. I always had long hair. Celeb replacement. Can you tell them apart? We have
1: that's Cameron Diaz and Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: Yeah. Okay, so cut that part. <laughs> no correct. way! <laughs> All right. I cannot tell them apart. They look identical. Picture <laughs> of Busta Rhymes grabbing Janet Jackson's boob. Okay, we have two ads. One of them, I'm just going to say, there's a, just a picture of a girl, close up, pretty nondescript, but it says you'll try anything at least once, that's uh, for Rite Aid brand cosmetics.
1: Now, what? Why? why does everything have to yeah. be mysterious and sexy? Just buy your chapstick and move on.
0: It's also very fixated on her mouth, but, you know. And then we have a picture of a hand that has a stamp on it with barely legible logo for IYDKYDG.com. Do you remember this?
1: If you don't know, you don't go. It was Coca-Cola or something.
0: Oh, fuck. I never heard of this. I'm impressed. The Coca-Cola card is back and better than ever. Use it to set up your Coca-Cola voice mailbox for free. Then just buy Coke and specially marked packages to tap into your voice mailbox all summer long. You can get messages from friends, plus hear about lots of great IYDKYDG offers. So grab your card, a Coke, and a phone, because if you don't know, you don't go. That sounds like AI wrote that, but you get a voicemail <laughs> box for the summer? What is a Coca-Cola voicemail box? And uh, for free, do people pay for voice? I, that is, that, also what, why do I need a card? Is this like phone cards?
1: Yeah, it basically was I social remember phone media. phone cards,
0: there were like two years where I was like this transient and phone cards were a hot commodity, but, that was like six years after this i don't know No, I no this was basically
1: is. it was basically social media before social media was a thing and it was over the phone and I'm you got gonna... more i don't want to say airtime but you got more access to things the more coke you bought because each coke you bought would have the it would have a access code that you would type in when you called into the hotline and then you could do more the more access codes you had So basically, it would be like if we had to, I don't know, buy Gatorade to use Facebook.
0: Well, the website is not up anymore. I just checked. I never heard of that one. There are just random corners of my
1: brain that can just pull that shit out. Because you looked at me like I was crazy when I was like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is. And you were like, all right.
0: I'm missing lots of chunks of my uh, like pop culture knowledge, especially from back then. But soda was like a hot commodity in my house growing up. I feel like I would have known that. And my family is also real big in collecting points and like Kool-Aid points and crap like that. So I figured I would have known that. We got Star Woes, their most embarrassing moments. i don't want to read you some of these. And I want to know how embarrassing you think these are. Britney Spears, labeled singer, in case you didn't know. Oh, again, she's here. She's... She's the same person. They didn't replace her. Uh, My worst moment so far in the business happened in concert in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I was singing and my headset and mic were connected to this receiver that was taped to my body and it just fell off. I just put it back on really quickly, but it was so embarrassing. Thank goodness. It was during my last song. If it had been at the beginning, I would have died and been replaced.
1: No shit happens. That's like being like, Oh, the electricity went out. That sucks. I mean, things
0: happen. It It feels like that was just written by a PR person of something that's not provably false. David Gallagher from Seventh Heaven, who appears to be a child, says, I caught the garter at a wedding and I had to put it on this 16-year-old girl that I didn't know. I was like 10. It was not pretty. It was a girl from the other side of the family who I've never seen in my life. And I had to stick this thing up her leg. I was just not happy. I thought maybe I got a prize or something. It was pretty embarrassing. (laughs)
1: oh buddy i think he probably might have enjoyed that a and b i really think that it we just need to stop doing that whole garter bouquet thing at weddings because it's creepy i did not do it at my wedding because it's creepy you're making two people touch each other on their leg i don't know dude never mind i'm i'm just gonna stop i'm gonna get on my soapbox about antiquated wedding traditions and it's gonna derail the whole thing so i'm just gonna shut up (laughs)
0: All right, and then I'm going to read one more. Genuine also labeled singer. When I was over in Sweden, I was performing on stage and jumped into the crowd and I came back with no pants. A girl pulled my pants down and she kept them. I had to leave the stage. <laughs> I had no pants on.
1: Oh shit. Okay, I'll give them that. That would be a little embarrassing. Um
0: Yeah. I didn't expect I... that. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of fucked up and some you know if this that happened nowadays? just all over social media the yeah. girls like i have genuine pants yeah that's but, not uh, cool yeah, that, um that made me feel bad for him that's fucking weird
1: yeah no i genuinely feel for him because i think that if you want to take your pants off on stage that's your choice but somebody else shouldn't be making that choice for you i would definitely be embarrassed if i didn't want to be pantsless in that moment
0: in the trend spotting section i gotta point out Just a bunch of little photos about what's trendy. Some of my favorites are goggles work well as as well on the street as they do on the slopes. We have a teen wearing ski goggles. Uh, If this were later, I would think he just watched too much anime, but uh, no, they (laughs) don't. He's also wearing them crooked. No. We also have pager protector, a thick lock makes for eye catching metal gear. And we have a, a weird type of jeans that never caught on with like a, a thick chain like not a wallet chain but like a bicycle lock like a tiny you lock your bike up with and just a metal padlock connected to his belt loop
1: that seems Which like I too much is,
0: work I was gonna say it seems like the uh, if you needed to label yourself in high school as trying too hard that would be a good way to do it is to put a lock on your pants
1: nailed it
0: There's one that just says cooling off in the shades and just has the most generic stock photo of a boy wearing sunglasses, which I feel like you're not really like (laughs) shades aren't trendy. They're they're fucking sunglasses,
1: right? They're eye protection. Settle down.
0: Then in the bottom corner, we have a picture about denim diversity. It shows how you can wear tight jeans or uh, like Jinko type jeans and has one of the most attractive women I've ever seen in my life just thought you might want to know that but like wow (laughs) so if that girl's listening call into the podcast and uh ask for me not Steph
1: (laughs) well maybe I might find them attractive too I don't know you never know if
0: you want to see I'll show you but I'm trying to be respectful and not be like look how hot this girl is but no actually (laughs) you can't because you're disrespectful to her fine all right then we have an article about Drew Barrymore with a picture of Jessica Alba, who is not the same Jessica Alba as current day. She looks different.
1: My husband has a major crush on Jessica Alba.
0: Well, that's good. It would be weird if he didn't. She, is <laughs> fantastic. She's one of those women that like, it's not, it's not like fetishy or a kink. She's just fucking perfect. Like, like she transcends type. Like I have weird types. My types are all Bad, but like everyone likes her. Like if you're a woman and you're like, I would do horrible things to her. That's not gay. That's just that's normal.
1: Yeah, no, she's cute. I'm a straight woman and I find her attractive, so
0: I feel like you're being very disrespectful to Jessica Alba right now by saying she's cute with that flippant tone, but you'll have to answer to her one day, not (laughs) not me. All right, all right. The sex on the job article is pretty dark
1: all right hold up Uh, before it gets dark have you ever had sex on the job
0: i'm giving you the look that says uh (laughs) my look is saying i've barely done it off the job okay i have done it on break at the mall so sort of okay (laughs) i'm proud of you no that's not true i've done it when it was not at work but while i was on the clock being paid which makes me a whore but Understood. I it.
1: respect it.
0: Yeah, Cinnabon it. has paid me to uh to do it. So good thanks, job. Cinnabon. I was yeah. gonna
1: make some fun, gross joke about icing, but I'm just gonna leave that one in Trust the weird me, corners was, of my brain.
0: I got all of those uh at my like interview orientation. It's <laughs> yeah. You gotta go all for right. the weird stuff because right. everyone has already pointed that out. Customers would just be like, hey, that looks like you know and be like yeah thanks please leave with your disgusting fucking (laughs) slime food yeah I didn't like that job but I did get to occasionally do it while on the clock and I did get to go in the basement and steal all kinds of stuff from the trash (laughs) this sounds like a very erotic time in my life when I was doing it on the clock and stealing porn magazines and a sexy sign from Victoria's Secret But I don't think of it as a very erotic time when I look back on it. The main person in the article slept with someone to get a job at McDonald's when she was underage.
1: That's my thing is, like, if I'm going to sleep with somebody to get a job, it's not for me, it's not going to be fast food. And I am not bashing fast food workers like I need my Taco Bell just as much as the next person. No way. But but if I'm going to sleep with somebody, I better be buying a vacation home or some shit. Like, come on now. And a McDonald's salary is not going to do that for me.
0: I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to bash fast food, fast food work. It's not good. It's just addictive. And it's bad for all of us. And also fast food is one of the biggest, like they're making so much money and paying you so little. Don't be a part of the problem by working for them. If you have any choice, if you can't get another job, go for it. But if you can work somewhere that treats you better.
1: But listen, I just want to crunch wrap
0: once in a while. I resent all of the horrible things I grew up with putting in my mouth that were, like, just passed off as, like, this is normal. When, no, I should not be drinking Kool-Aid as my standard drink. And, like, fast food is not, hooray, a treat. This is how parents show love is fast food. No, bad. There's a picture of a girl that goes with an article. And the caption says, being harassed made me angry, says Esther Frank, 19, here near her home. I'm not a prize to be won, which I'm going to say, uh, if you want to be taken seriously, maybe not using Aladdin quotes to define yourself, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, not, I hear not you. the best bit of a missed, uh, missed opportunity. It's what you'd expect, this article. It's tame in terms of like, maybe she shouldn't have done that. It's weird. There's a, a hot dog stand at the Los Angeles mall where you have to make the lemonade, which results in a motion that even a good bra can't suppress in full view of the public where customers will come and take pictures and. Uh, Yikes. weird. but then at the end, there's a brief bit of the article about how it can happen to guys, too, and it's just it's a little odd. I'm going to read you part of it. It's not a problem only for girls. Guys ages 14 to 19 account for 10% of the sexual harassment charges filed by teens. Twin brothers Stephen and Vincent Mudd from Belleville, Illinois, alleged that when they were 16, they were constantly harassed by coworkers and a supervisor at their part-time gardening jobs at the city cemetery. To be fair, if you're working with twin <laughs> boys at the city cemetery, it's going to get a little sexy, is what somebody thought. Like, that is... Somebody is a horn dog to be in that position and be like, no, I'm still in the mood. I'm gardening at the city cemetery with uh, brothers. I was called fag and queer, says Vincent, who wore an earring at the time.
1: Oh, no, not an earring. Like, well, you were, now. De-
0: you were kind of asking for it with that ear. Jesus Christ.
1: Right. Like, stop. Oh. Yeah.
0: One of the men was always saying, I swear to God, Stephanie, I'm not making this up. One of the men was always saying, "I'm gonna take you out into the woods and make you squeal." Oh no! What the hell? I don't know who to blame in terms of is this made up? Because I know this stuff happens, but this sounds <sighs> so fictionally. This sounds so re- scripted, I guess.
1: Yeah. But also,
0: it's too stupid to be written. It has to be real. Like, it ooh, sounds boy. a bit
1: overblown. Like, it sounds theatrical.
0: That- like that's yeah. such a catchphrase-y. Like, yeah, because it
1: totally happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I feel like I oh, feel I can tell like you it
0: happens. It just, it, oh, it's yeah, not, it's not like that. Like, I've, I've had that, but for me, like, for me, it was like, uh, I had a boss that always, uh, when my wife would come to pick me up, would make wildly inappropriate comments about her or would want to tell me about his sex life with his wife who I worked with. It wasn't like voice clips like that, it was like, uh, like sound bites. It was like, yeah, my wife is a, a, a real good a pussy. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was like that, not like, yeah, not like a sound bite where like, or a catch pervert catchphrase. Yeah. But, uh, I'm also, with you. on one occasion, he grabbed him by the testicles and said, so the crew could hear. Well, I guess you're a guy then. Their mother complained to the mayor. He made Jeez. it out to be horseplay.
1: Also, okay, hold on. You're a dude. You're you are a testicle toting citizen. I'm not, but. I have a husband, and I've definitely, you know, grabbed his balls on occasion. But, like, if you're fully clothed at work, it's not that easy to find them. It's not like you could just walk up to somebody in a pair of jeans and be like, woohoo, found them. Like, that takes a little bit of navigation. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, no, absolutely. And this is at the height of gigantic baggy denim, uh, which is... Yeah. This bit in particular about guys kind of feels like they know this happens, but... They don't understand. Um, There's a picture of them both like posing in a cemetery, but they're 23 now when this came out. Yeah, I mean, apparently it's real, but there's I'm going to show you this picture. They look like they're dropping a, uh, a badass rap album and they're posing like back to back arms folded in a cemetery. <laughs> There's a there's an article about a girl who collects suitcases for foster kids, which cool. I didn't think of that, but they really need suitcases. There's yeah, because okay. the
1: social workers send them to foster homes with all of their stuff in trash bags
0: instead. Okay, can you just stop reading the article because it's exactly what it says here?
1: No, well, because I'm applying. I think I told you we're me and Rolland are yeah, applying to be foster parents, and so that was something that we've talked about is having stuff on hand in case kids show up with trash bags. I want them to not
0: feel like trash. You said that like verbatim to this article, like almost weird, but okay. I believed it before, but yeah,
1: <laughs> my therapist uh, brain just turned on. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, I get it. I'm just like you. Literally, just like read the words that were in front of me almost verbatim. That's what. That's the only thing that surprised me. Uh, the welcome. only thing different is the uh, six, the 14 year old girl that's running this charity didn't say so. They don't feel like garbage. <laughs> We have an ad for Sam Goody basically advertising music merch. I will say I was never into a band so much that I like wanted pictures of them or like posters or anything. I think that seems fun to be obsessively into a band, but I just never got that way where I cared about the people in it. Like, I think the most is like, well, yeah, Kurt Cobain was mad cool.
1: Yeah. I had a collection of Backstreet Boys posters and I still really love and respect Christina Aguilera as an artist and before I met you I had a collection of posters like all over my walls in my bedroom I was very very knowledgeable about what was going on with celebrities at that time in my life and I had a lot of posters
0: mostly back I feel boys, like so. that'd be fun with musicians but I just I don't know I feel like anytime you get to know about a musician it's always like at best oh he's just regular at worst wow he's a jerk Coming fresh off the article about teens getting sexually abused at work, we have Flying High about Casey Bomer, who is having a ball as the surprise star of his family's juggling act. Uh, He is a juggler who has one arm. Oh. He says, I use juggling to keep my mind off my arm. Uh, You can find more info at juggling.org. But yeah, like not, not making fun of him why that article is in here i have no idea i do know that it might a lot of these magazines use essentially syndicated articles that people would just write an article give it to a syndication service and then you have a magazine you can go to syndication service they give us an article and that might have been just i need something cheap yeah maybe because that does seem very out of place there's an article about devin sawa who uh upcoming horror movie idle hands I'm not going to get into it too much but having not been there for that or know who he is it's real weird he talks about how dark and twisted he is but he just looks like a dork and (laughs) just the the explanation of this movie is like his hand gets possessed by the devil and gropes women and it doesn't hold up just reading about it
1: yeah I don't like it
0: I'm going to try not to get too obsessive about this. The The cover article, Suicide Nightmare, is uh, it's about Andrea and Jeff, Andrea Garnett and Jeff Miller, who in 1999 apparently uh, committed it, like followed through on a suicide pact in school and uh, shot each other in the head. Do you remember this?
1: I don't remember it when it happened, but I remember... I remember listening to one of my podcasts or something where it talked about suicide packs, but it was more in the cult like Jim Jonesy kind of vibe. I don't remember I don't remember hearing much about just your typical teenagers that were not in cults engaging in that, you know
0: well, these were just two kids who were apparently he was super depressiony and was like, "You know, I mean this is this came out minutes after Columbine." I am not at all for uh, Columbine murderers, but I really don't like how much uh, that the media demonized kids that were even a little different for uh, I'm sure we're still feeling the effects of that. I can't stand the way uh, this article is not that bad about it. Actually, I'd never heard of this. So I did some research to make sure it was like real and whatnot. It seems like you're going to find you do a little research and you're going to be like, wait, something's missing and you'll have a new cereal uh, on your hands. But no, but I just, I hate this. Like, oh, this teenage boy killed himself. Well, what was he doing? Why was he so fucked up? And he used to keep to himself. Like, fuck you. Have some compassion. It's weird. And like, oh, the quotes from his parents are just like, this says a uh, left notes and flowers at Jeff's grave. From now on, it's going to be downhill, says his dad, Mike. The fuck does that mean? Yikes. It's all downhill from here can either mean it's easy going from here or everything gets worse from here. I don't like the way that they handle. This is before we even hit the worst point of uh, caring about children's mental health. Oh, this is a reminder that we're still deeply within the the time period where... uh, oh, you're depressed, well, you're probably gay then, of like, oh, that is the exact opposite of what everybody needs.
1: Right, yeah, therapist Stephanie does not approve this message.
0: I don't, okay, do you know who this is, Jesse Camp? It's a picture of his basically his clothes closet and then a little blurb about some of his favorite clothes. I have no idea who he is, but he, in this article, is pretty funny and likable.
1: I actually really liked him. So he was an MTV VJ.
0: So... Remind the viewers who were homeschooled <laughs> and went to church a lot what a VJ is?
1: Okay. So instead of a DJ, I it was a play. VJ. There was this thing that normal people did where they watched MTV and they watched is lots of like music church? videos. No. Oh, like
0: church, like worship, like all oh, worship, those kind of songs. No, no. Oh.
1: Pop songs. So instead of a DJ, introducing a song on the radio a vj would be introducing a music video or they would host other special event shows and stuff like that and i really liked him he was fun and quirky and just silly and i
0: really liked him he looks like he's way not in the 90s he looks very uh emo from 2012 yeah, he's yeah. also very feminine like very in a way but like rocking it yeah he's he seems way ahead of his time We have this picture of his closet. It's all crazy and messy. And if you zoom in, this little Hulk Hogan doll is just terrifying.
1: Oh my god.
0: Peeking out this Hulk Hogan plushie that is horrifying and looks like he's has the facial expression of a man who just got like his clothes stuck in a like a trash compactor. Celebrity pool party is just awful. It's just a bunch of traditionally attractive half-naked women and fully clothed men sitting in like a creek. I don't understand it. Uh, There are some really attractive women in here. It's like sexy in the bad way where it's just like, look at these half-naked women and boys. And there's the occasional uh, creepy quotes. like It's like chilling out at the boys club, says Bijou. Phillips, where she's sitting in a hot tub being uh, held by five men at once with no other women in the picture, wearing very little clothing, kind of creepy, but not terribly interesting. So, you know, that that look that was popular just coming out now, but I think of it it is more like a 2000 early 2000s where the, the girls had the short kind of bob cut and mm-hmm. like butterfly clips and all that. Oh, yeah. Is it me or is that look like at the time, like when I see it now at the time, I was like, oh, it's cute, modern. But then like three or four years later, that look after it went out of style, every girl that had that look went on to have horrible problems like drug problems or like early teen pregnancies. Like, is that just me? Because I don't have a big enough pool to pull from of that was a problematic look. But every girl I knew that had that went on to have major problems shortly after Here's your boy, Justin Timberlake. I know you love him. He's He's cool. Pretty great. I'll admit. What the fuck is up with his hair when they had the like golden ramen haircut?
1: There are still memes circulating about his ramen hair. It's a thing.
0: How do you feel about that in hindsight? Because I feel that's one of those things where I'm like, how could anyone have been into that? Like, you know. Do you look back on that
1: fondly or? No, I look back on that and think, wow, we thought ramen hair was okay. What the actual hell were we thinking? Yeah.
0: We're going to our horoscope. I didn't read these yet because I thought it'd be more fun to be surprised. Nice. Uh, A movie recommendation, Little Voice. It's about a woman who impersonates her songstress idols, but only achieved happiness by finding her own voice. Strike a chord. Taurus, which rules vocals, is now challenging you to discover your individual sound. So forget others' croonings and belt out your own unique interpretation of life as it unfolds.
1: Well, I guess I'll just keep making up stupid songs about my dogs and sing to them while I'm cleaning.
0: Because <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. The, subscribe to the Patreon to get uh, MP3s of step songs. <laughs> oh, for dogs.
1: N- nobody wants that. Okay.
0: I'm going to read Gabbing with blank. And you're going to tell me what celebrity this is that we're talking about. Teen People asks, you're such a success. What do your parents think of your career so far? Unnamed celebrity. My parents were very committed to bringing me up as an obedient child in Surrey, England. Consequently, they've been a bit upset at my chosen lifestyle and have ceased to associate with me. They've even terminated my monthly allowance. What's it like being so famous? Since I spend the majority of my time alone in remote locations, sometimes I do find it a bit surreal. What do you do to relax? I thrash around on my Norton Street Fighter motorbike or brew a good cup of tea. Do you date very much? What kind of guy would you go out with? I don't date often. My ideal partner would have to be a man who can keep up with me and who has a fairly open mind when it comes to choosing holiday destinations. Do you have any good advice for young blank wannabes? Forget about the silicone. Save your money for airfares to interesting places.
1: Wow. I thought that, listen, I got all inflated. I was like, oh, I'm going to know who this is. This is going to be easy. I know celebrities. I don't have the faintest fucking clue. I'll
0: give you a hint. It's the answer is going to annoy you. Okay. You want to see a picture and see if you recognize her?
1: I guess. I am so lost. I feel like such an idiot. You know what? <laughs> you oh, from, you got me good. That was
0: from the article, gabbing with Laura Croft. It's not often that the Tomb Raider's heroine has time to chat, as she's usually out saving the world. So consider it a coup, a conversation with the UK-bred Sony PlayStation sensation. The, you missed, Damn. you missed the the big hint was uh, forget about the silicon. No living woman would make a joke to having gigantic fake breasts
1: right because that was she the only is... thing i
0: thought might tip you off because she has those comically oversized breasts that were and they're in fact, like due to a programming error
1: well and they're like cone shaped they don't even look like real boobs okay
0: listen that they look, look so real i have seen boobs and those are real looking you've seen cone shaped boobs <laughs> <laughs> i i am just i'm sex positive and all that but People who were back in the day were like, dude, Laura Croft is so hot. Like back when, like on PlayStation. Yeah. Oh boy, you got to get out of the house. Go see something <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, go, go
0: go get some fresh air. Yeah. Like that's your imagination doing all of the work. You need a better imagination. So that concludes teen people. AOL keyword teen people from May 1999. So nice. I'm going to say the 90s called they want their suicide nightmare back it wasn't a huge part of the magazine but it's so out of place with the rest of this goddamn magazine of like look how cute drew barrymore is on set suicide nightmare and then just the uh look at him in his black t-shirt and his electric guitar and like why would he do this like his parents loved him like oh i hate that of Post Columbine, there was such an attitude of uh, demonizing kids who had mental health issues because we were now scared of them because of what two of them did.
1: Yeah, Uh, agreed.
0: The 90s called and can have their taking the actions of an insanely small group of people and then being afraid of those people back like 9 eleven's coming up. Y'all better get that out of the way because yeah being afraid of whoever you blame 9-11 on doesn't end up helping you i I feel like that really is i mean it's probably not fair to say it's a 90s thing but i think the rise in internet really contributed to that where you just you hear about all of it and you see the pictures and like i mean i saw videos of harrison klebold mid killing spree like days after it happened that was new where especially like even that like all the magazines talked about and stuff, they're not printing lots of pictures of the, the Harris. They're certainly not printing pictures of the murder in place, but I got to see videos of it and they looked like such normal kids. They were older than me by a good bit, but other than that looked like kids I would hang out with. I I guess I blame that to a large degree, but I do feel like that started in the late nineties of uh, just, two kids did something and now we gotta blame them and like, oh, black nail right. polish and all that goth right. culture was just, now you can keep that the 90s, that's fucked.
1: I think our generation survived 9-11 and we survived the first of the really big publicized school shootings. And you're right, you know, we were taught that if somebody were all black or if they were different or if they were a loner, then maybe they would shoot you. And I think that was really unfair. And I think as somebody who's dealt with mental health issues my whole life, you know, I was a very anxious person. And I dealt with a lot of mental health ups and downs through my adolescence. I was never a danger to anybody. You know, I was never going to shoot anybody. I didn't have the means or the desire to, you know, and I think that we're demonizing people it's interesting because i feel like in some ways these two guys were demonized but on the other hand they were really you know they got so much media coverage that for some people depending on how they looked at it they also could have been glamorized and looked at oh, as heroes absolutely. i mean it was just it was a huge cultural shift and i still remember sitting in math class a day or two after the columbine shootings and i i can i can vividly remember just sitting there looking around at my classmates in math class thinking which one of these people is going to shoot somebody? You know, oh, like yeah, what a horrible true. thought to have to have, you know, like that's terrifying and something
0: that was never on our radar before. Well, especially it wasn't like the pretty girl shot up everybody. It was the quiet kid is the cliche, the right. stereotype. The quiet kid be like used in a derogatory term means basically kid with mental health issues. I mean, the kids, there are plenty of kids who are quiet and loners but aren't labeled as the quiet one or the loner. That just means they're quiet and have basic social skills. Whereas the, the kid with the mental health issues who doesn't have a lot of friends is the scary one.
1: Okay. So I want to say the nineties called and they want their butterfly they clips did. back. Also the nineties called and they want their ramen hair back. Yeah. Yeah yeah like the
0: butterfly clips are one that like they're kind of like little girl ish like they seem mm-hmm. like they'd be on like under 10 and there's nothing wrong with them but they're kind they're slightly awkward i like them but i think really mostly for nostalgia and they're often like i'm a woman now and i am blossoming with new sexual energy that i don't know what to do with and it's like awkward but like you're discovering your <laughs> sexuality with butterflies like right, you know what i mean I see it kinda, yeah it's a I'm not bagging on them, and I like them for the nostalgia, but I feel like they were an awkward mix for, like, edgy, sexy teen looks mm-hmm. with butterflies, you know?
1: Uh, did we miss anything else? What else does and the, the ramen 90s want hair, that? The
0: ramen hair y'all can keep. I don't like yeah. ramen. I hate so, ramen, and the, the hair look is odd. Ramen not hair. Not tips territory, but. Okay.
1: So the 90s wants their ramen hair. They're butterflies. I'm not even going to correct myself anymore and your what was that the suicide pact
0: the suicide nightmare fear of uh fear of children with mental health issues
1: yes so the 90s called and they want their fear of children with mental health issues back i dig it
0: yeah that's catchy but very pointed that shit pisses me off i hated that when i was a kid because listeners uh this might shock you but i was a weird kid and oh boy the moment everyone heard about columbine they started looking at me being like he's weird like uh yeah all the stuff i did that was weird is super mainstream now like video games but and comic books and you know i yeah y'all were wrong i never did a suicide nightmare or killed anyone so so